excuse me, are we on? Oh, I think so. Thank you. Hello. Oh, it's Paul. It's Nessa. It's Paul, Paul and Nessa's Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. A sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. Look at that. Look, look down there. Well, what is it? The people look just like episode seven. They are episode seven, stupid face. We haven't taken off yet. Excuse me, why did you ban my son from the swimming baths? Yeah, we caught him weeing in the pool, madam. Oh, come on. Every kid wees in the swimming pool. Yeah, he was doing it from the diving board. Well, hello there. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome along. <laughs> Welcome along to episode seven of Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. That was a really professional start, wasn't it? Oh, you were children's entertainer. <laughs> We've got a jam-packed show for you, including a whole load of brand new sketches, all the usual stuff and nonsense, plus a new little feature later on in the show. We haven't got a... Um, a, 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 a clue? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> a jingle. I wouldn't worry about it. No, I it'll wouldn't. be fine. Um, and yeah, we'd just like to say a, a big hello to all our new listeners and subscribers. By the way, uh, the show's growing every episode, uh, which is absolutely brilliant. And the listeners have spoken. They have. You've been in touch, and we're glad you're all enjoying the show just as much as we are. Yeah. And we'll be keep doing what we're doing to make it all the best that we can. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, do keep getting in touch with us as well on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those ones. We are. PN Happy Hour. You can use the hashtag PN Happy Hour. Hashtag, hashtag PN Happy Hour. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. Good idea. <laughs> Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Running up the down escalator and flicking the V's to the security camera. Ah, oh, come in, Penny. Sit down. Thank you, sir. How are you getting on revising for your GCSEs? Not good, sir. I really don't get on well with books and reading and stuff. Too many of them... Oh, what are they called? Words. Yes, yes, which brings me neatly on to this careers advice discussion we've scheduled. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking, like, maybe I could be an hairstylist. Hmm. Or a glamour model. No. Or something in public relations, you know, as I'm such a, a people person. Yes, well, you certainly are that, Penny, which is why the faculty and I have been talking and we think the career you'd be best suited to would be prostitute. Sorry? You know, a sex worker. A woman of the night. A prostitute, yes. But I really think I can make a difference in a public relations role. No, 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 Penny, no. You see, to work in public relations, you'd need brains, intelligence, common sense. None of these things you possess. I've got a four-colour big pen. Inadequate. But why prostitute, sir? Well, let's see. Your mother, who I taught at this school before you, became a prostitute. Your grandmother and her twin sister, who I also taught at this school, became prostitutes. It seems kind of a family tradition. Blimey, sir. You must be ancient. How long have you been teaching here? 
Well, just 30 years, Penny. <laughs> Good job you don't teach maths then, sir. How does that work if you taught my gran? Yes, well, let's put it this way. When I was having this conversation with your mother 15 years ago, you'd already been resident in her womb for eight months. And me gran? Well, she was holding your then one-year-old mother in her arms. You see, Penny, the women in your family have a long-held reputation in this town of being, well... I believe the phrase is the town bike. That's just rude, sir. I'm no town bike. What's your surname, Penny? Farvin. There you are. I don't get it. Well, that's just the thing, Penny. You do get it. Quite a lot, apparently. Which is why the faculty and I have come to this sad but inevitable conclusion. I don't know what you mean. Uh, you're already sexually active, Penny. Investigation has shown that you've already slept with half of Year 12, the majority of the school football and rugby teams, and, if the rumours are to be believed, even that geography supply teacher last term slipped in a couple of fingers. <laughs> he certainly didn't need a map. <laughs> there you are, you see. I think you've just proved the point. It's just the natural order of things, Penny. I'm sure you'll make a huge success of your career, and we all wish you all the very best. Thank you, sir. Is that all? Yes. I'll see you in registration tomorrow. Yes, sir. Oh, sir. Yes, Penny? Mum says can you come over a bit earlier than usual tonight? She has to meet her pimp at 8.30. All right, there you go. <laughs> so that was the first uh, sketch of the show. Now, and the reason I'm waffling on like this is because, yeah. as you said at the start, we haven't got a jingle for this. <laughs> I can't sketch. believe you didn't warn me and I haven't written a jingle. We haven't uh, done a jingle. Well, that's all right. We'll get one for next time we do it. It's feature okay. time, by the way, in case you haven't uh, already realised. Um, and what we're going to do, a brand new one this episode, mm. um, it worked so well on the radio show when we did it a few years ago, so I thought we could bring it back. So mm -hmm. I am going to do a little quiz on you. <laughs> okay? So oh, I'm scared. Uh, what we're going to do is I am going to read out a <laughs> list of place names in this country. Yeah. And you just have to guess whether or not they're real places or whether I've made them up, right? It's as simple oh, as that. Dear. That's all it is. And I've got my little things here for if you get a right answer. Look, I've got my little bell. There you go. <laughs> I can be, if you get a right answer, you get the that. Lovely. The, the bell of delight. <laughs> <laughs> or if you get a wrong answer, it's... Any opportunity <laughs> to get your bloody kazoo out. Yeah. <laughs> the bell of delight and the kazoo of doom. <laughs> so, here we go. First one. Beaver close. <laughs> True. Correct. It's in Surrey. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Okay, next one. Green balls. <laughs> uh, false. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is false. There is no green balls, but there is a balls green. <laughs> we have no green balls here. <laughs> In Kent. Right, next. Crotch crescent. <laughs> Please let that be true. <gasps> no. It's in Oxford. <laughs> Crotch crescent Does it in smell? Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> Right, next one. Titlington Mount. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes what? <laughs> I want to live there. <laughs> True. 
Correct. Oh, no. You're doing really well. Yeah, there is a Titlington Mount. Apparently, it's here in Northumberland. Really? So we've got to go there. Titlington. Titlington Mount. Right, next one. Mm. Flesh shank. <laughs> False. <laughs> it's no. true. That's in Northumberland as well. So Flesh after, shank. After we've, after we've visited Titlington Mount, we're going to go to Flesh shank. Do you think every, anyone's ever put a Y on the end? Fleshy shank. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just see it more of being used in pubs as a euphemism. I took my boat to flesh shank last night. <laughs> <laughs> Not up there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, and finally. Oh. Licky finger. <laughs> Is there a licky finger? Yes, please, yes. Uh, no, that is false. There is no licky finger. But there is a licky end in Worcestershire. <laughs> and in Merseyside, there's a licker's lane. I can't go to these places. <laughs> there you go. I might find more of them and bring that back in another future episode. That was, does this place exist? <laughs> right, on with the show. Screw, come here, Screw. I want to ask you something, Screw. All right, Prisoner 73. What do you want? I want to know the time. It's 22. Yeah, 22 what? 20 years to your parole date. Now shut up. Jokes that make you laugh, jokes. jokes that make you cry, jokes, jokes that are really, really funny. Oh, jokes. This has got to be one of my favourites. Go on then, let's have it. Why did the parrot wear a raincoat? Why did the parrot wear a raincoat? Um, uh, now nah, I kind of think. Go on. Why did the parrot wear a wear a Why did the parrot wear a raincoat? <laughs> so he could be polyunsaturated. Oh god, that's just <laughs> terrible. That's Bonnie, have you been uh, Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Have you dug the old Christmas crackers out of the box <laughs> under the bed? Puny humans, I am Magala, leader of the Graspatrons, your overlords. In a change of tone this week, instead of me making you tremble and quake with fear at our impending invasion, which is still impending, don't worry, I'm going to taunt you all by interrogating live on air a spy who we recently caught attempting to infiltrate our orbiting covert observation satellite. Hello. You are a prisoner of the Graspatrons. Name? Gerald. With a G. But that's all you're getting out of me, sugar lips. Do not call me that. I am Magala. Quake at my evil overlordedness. As you wish. Quake, quiver. How's that? Unconvincing. Very remiss of you to fall into our hands, don't you think? Although, for us, I feel it was somewhat fortuitous. I think... Pay attention! Oh, sorry. Easily distracted me. Especially when people start waffling on. Sorry, you were saying? Indeed I was. I doubt you'll have any difficulty concentrating when we start to torture you. You sadist. Take that. Trooper, 
So? What's the first rule of interrogation technique? Not sure I can rightly remember, sir. I think you'll find it's restrain the victim. How do you expect me to get answers out of him if he's wandering around freely and smacking us with rolled-up magazines? Said he had cramps, sir. Said he had cramps, sir. Tie him down. Sir. You're here to answer questions. You're starter for ten. Who runs Earth's special missions department? Mm-mm, not telling. You won't get any points. What am I playing for? Your life! Or this set of garden furniture. Wait, I don't have a garden. It works just as well in a conservatory. What were you doing on our observation satellite? You should know you found me. All right, then. Why did you appear to be making love to one of our food-dispensing machines? Oh, I couldn't resist the pert sauce nodules, and the menu choices were unnecessarily provocative. Poppycock. Mr. Poppycock, thank you very much. What? That's my surname, Gerald Poppycock. You've got lots more questions right than me so far. Do you want to swap places? Perhaps you can win the garden furniture instead. You were attempting to download top secret information about our plans and forces so that Earth could mount some kind of defence against us. Eway, that's not a question. Were you trying to attempt to download etc etc? Why bother? You keep telling us everything we need to know on these weekly broadcasts. Time out. Bring me the head of invasion marketing and lock this creature back up in the security reception area. Daphne, dear Daphne. Daphne, dear Daphne. Please help, dear Daphne. We're really desperate, dear Daphne. Daphne, Daphne. Please help me, Daphne. Uh, well, now, Nessa's just had to leave the studio for a few minutes. Uh, there's a gang of foxes hanging around out the back, and they, they look like trouble, to be honest, so she's just, uh, well, she's just gone to sort them out. But I'm very pleased to say that we've been joined in the studio by an old friend of the show, Daphne Crankshaft Doodlebug. Hello, Daphne. Mm, hello, Paul. It's very nice to be back here again. Now, uh, last time you were here, you'd been doing a lot of work for MUF, hadn't you? The Milk Manufacturers Union and Federation of Farmers. Uh, and uh, are you still involved with that, Daphne? Oh, no, Paul. No, 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 no. I no longer have my hand in MUF. Oh, <laughs> well... Hmm? That must be a shame. No, well, it's fine. Because, as you know, I'm a freelance consultant. And I like to spread myself as wide as possible. Oh, oh, yes, I have. I have heard that, Daphne. Mm, Yes, nothing like a good spread to keep you young and invigorated. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm involved in something completely different now. Uh, A brand new project. Obviously, these times that we're living in at the moment are very testing. It's been difficult for people to get outside as as much as they would like, you know, to get the kind of exercise that we need to keep fit and well. Mm. So I've been working with a group who are trying to advocate ways for people to keep well in these times. Well, that's that's excellent, Daphne. That's brilliant. And uh, who is this group? It's the Society of Holistics and Yoga Technicians. 
the Society of Holistics and Yoga Technicians, S-H-Y-T. Yes, that's right, Paul. Using the acronym there. Shite. Mm, shite. Yes, that's right. <laughs> they, they've asked me to get on board and spread the shite, so to speak. <laughs> you might say, pedal their wares. <laughs> I see. So, uh, so how long have you been peddling shite, Daphne? Oh, thanks for asking, Paul. <laughs> Just a couple of weeks now, Paul. And I've, you know, I've really thrown myself into shite. <laughs> I, I really am up to my elbows in shite. In shite. <laughs> yes, shite. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, Daphne, you're, um, you're here, obviously, as our resident agony aunt, so we'll get straight on with the first problem, if that's all right. Um, mm. And it's from Will, who lives in Buckinghamshire, and mm. he says he's just gone back to the golf course recently, mm. um, after a time away, you know, obviously, um, mm. but his game is now really off. He's not happy with his swing. Oh, an issue with a swinger. I'm good at these. Right, yes. Well, um, he asks, should he take up lessons from a golf coach who's working at the club there, or should he just, you know, give up golf altogether, as it's such a crap game anyway? Oh, no, 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 no. He mustn't give up playing golf. After all, <laughs> what did Mark Twain say? When playing golf, you're spoiled with a good walk. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think that's quite what he said, Daphne, but anyway. <laughs> uh, now... Will mustn't take on the services of that golf coach. It'll be far too expensive. Oh, no. Uh. All he needs is to practice breathing techniques and relaxation. And he can do this by simply practicing the art of yoga. Ah, uh, see, yes, yoga, really. Mm, <clears throat> yes, all he needs to do is a bit of downward dogging and he'll have no trouble swinging anymore. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, well, the next question is from Sally Ann, uh, not, that's not a real name, yeah. of Cockermouth. Nice name. Which is definitely a real place. Mm. Um, now, she very sadly lost her left arm mm. in a freak knitting accident, mm. uh, and she'd like to know what you would advise in the way of false limbs. You know, is that something generally that you would advocate? Oh, darling, I'm so sorry to hear that. But never fear, here is a handy tip. Oh, no pun intended. What? Uh, nothing, sorry. Carry on, Daphne. <laughs> mm, yes, thank you. You mustn't think of it of having lost an arm. Think of your body as one whole, and perhaps consider a programme of gentle exercise. I would suggest, in a hot room perhaps to aid and stimulate circulation. Yeah, yeah, I see. So, in other words, a holistic approach to something like hot yoga, perhaps. Mm, yes, yes, interesting suggestion there, Paul. Uh, so, really, Daphne, you're talking about the society of technicians that you're involved with. Yes, I'm talking shite, Paul, yes. <laughs> right, yes. Well, uh, uh, once again, I think that's all we've got time for yeah. for this episode, Daphne. Well, thank you for having me again, Paul. If I may just say to your listeners, in closing... Uh, of course, yes. Yeah, thank you. There are many troubles and stresses plaguing us in the modern world today. And sometimes we all just need to take some time to ease back, relax and just breathe. And that is often done best with the aid of a technician who knows what they're doing. Just like, for example, the Society of Technicians I currently represent. In a nutshell, I'd say simply this. When you feel like you need to, to de-stress and get rid of negative energy in your life, all you need is a good, 
Shite. Thank you very much. Thank you. Daphne Cratchit. Thank you. Book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Daphne. Oh, you really helped me. Daphne. Get over me problems. We didn't win product placement. <laughs> Puny humans, I am Megala, leader of the Graspatrons, your overlords. The earlier session interrogating your Earth spy didn't go according to plan. We have now redressed the balance and will start again. Listen and fear us. Who authorized playing that bloody jingle again? <sighs> now, where were we? How was your toilet break? Oh, um, fine. Thank you. Just what I needed. Uh, and your coffee and bun? Just what I needed. Good. Well, let's get on with the interrogation then, shall we? You still have yet to score, remember? As you were with the anal probe, trooper. What were the access codes for the Central Earth Command Base Perimeter? Oh, just a little to the left of that probe, if you don't mind. Oof. He does mind. Trooper, remove the probe. It's not having the desired effect. For you, maybe. It's time we cranked things up another notch. Trooper, show this human creature who the boss is. Immediately, sir. That's him over there. Name's Megala. Yes, he knows that, Trooper. I mean, rough him up and make him talk. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Right to you, human scum. Talk. Scum? Well, that's not very nice. Sorry. Force of habit. Don't jump to conclusions. Get to know me first. So, tell me about yourself. Well... Ah! And that's what will happen to you, too, if you don't start answering some questions. Okay? Okay. Did that count as a question? No! Right. Can I just say one thing before we carry on? What? I'm not a spy and I don't actually know anything. Then why were you caught interfering on our observation satellite? I'm an itinerant space pervert. An ISP? Why didn't you say that in the first place? People usually work it out for themselves. I am not people... I can see. I am... Full of hot air, pomp and pheromones. Just like last night of the proms, only with stupid big hands. Fear them. Fear them. Oh, I'm all of a quiver. It's time for you to die, scum. You are an abomination, and you have made me look a fool in front of the entire population of Earth. In fairness, Sweet Cheeks, you do that pretty well on your own. I've just added some lip-licking spice into the mix. Now, how's about letting me go instead? And why would I do that? Because I've got your gun in one hand. So I see. And your vestigial udders in the other two. A persuasive argument, I'll admit. The number of arms should have been a giveaway in the first place. Don't squeeze, please. Lead me to the exit. And if anyone asks why we're intimately embraced like this? Oh, well, I'm giving you tango lessons. Can I just finish the broadcast first? Certainly. Ah! But don't try anything silly. So, puny humans, it's goodbye for me. 
And it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. You know, I always win at cards, but I never win at the races. Oh, really? Why's that? They won't let me shuffle the horses. Well, I always come back from the races with a small fortune. Oh, well, there you are. That's good. No, not really. I always go there with a much bigger one. This bull's wank, you can hear it's coming. His veins are coming up, his head's gonna explode. He's gonna go on and on and on. This bull's wank. Come on then, my little pretty face ache. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've hit the nail on the head with my rant this this week. Oh. Fierce ache. Yeah. Because fierce ache isn't the only thing that's aching. Everything's aching. I'll tell you what I want to rant about this week. My body. <laughs> Why is it failing on such a dismal level? <laughs> Everything aches. Because you're old. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing. I'm not even old. You I'm are. just normal, sort of... <laughs> In my 40s, right? In my middle 40s. Some might say middle age. All right, that's fine. That's middle age, right? All right, I'm not, you know, a young whippersnapper anymore. But I shouldn't be... (laughs) We saw a great programme last night, didn't we? And it was a brilliant line where a guy said something like, when I wake up every morning now... I try to figure out which part of me isn't working anymore. Or something (laughs) like that. And that's how I feel. It was great. Hurts, my legs constantly aching. I'm not going to tell you what my doctors had to look at recently. <laughs> oh, do. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Dave Allen did a brilliant routine on this years ago. It's probably right. a bit on PC now, actually, but it's all that thing about like youth is wasted on the young. That's the phrase, isn't it? Because you, <laughs> when you're young, you don't know what what to do with all your energy that you've got and your yeah. fitness and everything else. And Dave Allen was doing this routine about you should you should be born <laughs> old, and as your life goes on, you get fitter and fitter and younger and younger that would be great because you've got more knowledge so you'd want to use the knowledge exactly yeah yeah. that's it that's the whole point and then his punchline is which is probably the un-pc bit Uh, and then you end up sucking on a woman's tit yeah yeah exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah. so uh you know i'm not condoning that joke but that was his routine but the point behind it was yeah you should be born old with your body all shit and not working (laughs) bits dropping off i mean i've literally got bits of my body missing (laughs) That is half of his little finger, just to point that out. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it is working perfectly fine. (laughs) There you go. Take heed, young listeners listening to this. Look after your body. Enjoy your youth. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I'm in for a fun night. I can't. My ear hurts. Getting really angry over trivial, pointless, pathetic little things. That was Paul's rant. Ah, Aesop. Come in, will you? Take a seat. Yeah, thanks. Did you get the uh, the latest bunch of fables I sent you? Yes. And I'll get straight to the point, Aesop. I'm concerned. Uh, uh, oh. Good concerned or bad concerned? Very bad concerned, Aesop. I'd oh. go as far as to say, should I consider alerting the authorities concerned? All right. Well, I'm open to notes if you have any. Well, as usual. You have a variety of themes running throughout your stories, usually with a moral. For example, this first batch here, 
There's one about two men fighting over ownership of an animal. One about a man who tricks his animal not to be too smart. Oh, yeah. And an animal who tries to frighten the other animals by pretending to be something he's, he's not. He's not, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think that they're all good stories, you know, and they're as true today as, as ever they were. Yes, it's the titles I'm concerned with. You've called them The Ass and His Shadow, The Ass and His Burdens, and The Ass in the Lion's Skin. Yeah, okay. Uh, What's with the ass obsession, Aesop? No, it's it's not an obsession. Uh, I just think the ass is a very evocative creature for my stories. Plus, it does give them a kind of carry-on Aesop vibe, right? I'm trying to reinvent the franchise. What? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. Look, okay, okay. I'm not padlocked to some of these. I can change a couple of asses if it'll mean secure in publication. Well, you say that, Aesop, but I'm not sure you can. I mean, look at the second batch of submissions you sent in. This one. The pack ass and the wild ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one has a great moral. Advantages that are dearly bought are doubtful blessings. Nobody <laughs> will care about that, Aesop. All they'll see is two bloody asses in the title, as in this one. The pack ass, the wild ass and the lion. All you've done there is write the same title again and shoved a bloody lion in the mix. Yeah, yeah, that one was a bit derivative. To be fair, I, I think I was out of my box on absinthe when I wrote it. As for this one, I, I didn't even want to read beyond the title. Oh, well, which one was that? The Miller, his son and his ass. Yeah, OK, OK, well... Fine. Look, look, I, I tell you what, I, I brought this one in today with me here. It, it, it's brand new. Can I pitch it to you? <sighs> no, 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 really. It's great. It's great. You'll love it. The moral is false confidence often leads to disaster. Yeah? Okay? Yeah, okay, fine. Go ahead, read it. Okay. <clears throat> in a cattle pen together were an ass and a cock. Stop. You don't like that it starts with a conjunction? That's it, Aesop. That's enough. There's no way we can continue to publish your bloody fables. We just get out of my office and, and please don't come back. Fine. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I, I did have one other idea on the way in. Aesop? No, no, no. Really, really. You'll love this one, right? It's, it's, it's about Piers Morgan making an un-PC comment about Beyonce. Don't tell me. It's called The Ass and the Ass. No. Oh. It's called The Slapper and the Twat. Get out. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. <laughs> <laughs> Most conventional lose yes. flush in E flat. <laughs> Have you have you misread that? Does it did it actually say in ear flat? Most conventional loos are in somebody's flat, and that's where they flush. No, the the flush Conven actually flush in a key in a key e flat. Yeah, <laughs> that to me isn't so shocking. It's how somebody found that. I out. was going to say, how have they figured that out? I mean, were they sitting? Was it an opera singer that was sitting practicing on the loo? <laughs> And then got up and flushed and, oh, I'll just see if I can sing to the loo. <laughs> How do people go, oh, yes, that sound sounds like E flat? Well, some people's ears are just, I'm talking about the sound here. Some people's ears are just tuned in to notes, aren't what they? the sound of toilets flushing. <laughs> I don't know.
<laughs> but that one sound, if it, but it's not just one note though, is it? It flushes. It's, it, exactly. It's not a note to me. It just sounds like. Mm, that's E flat. There you go. You hit the nail on the head. You didn't know you could sing Lou, did you? If they'd said <laughs> most toilets flush in the key of some symbols, I might have gone with that. <laughs> what key do symbols play in? Strange but true. It's strange but true. Now then, Susanna. Yes, sir? This homework essay on your pet dog, it's word for word exactly the same as your brother's when I taught him last year. Can you explain that? <laughs> of course, sir. <laughs> it's the same dog. <laughs> That's it. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Yeah. Let us know if you find out um, what key your loo flushes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, E flat or whatever. If there are other keys. That... <laughs> or also, let us know if... You know, you, you, your body fails you drastically in the next week or two. If any body parts drop off or anything. <laughs> send us pictures. No, don't, no, yes, don't do. send us pictures. Yes, do. <laughs> you can find us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are at PN Happy Hour. Use the hashtag, hashtag PN Happy Hour. Yes, yes. Mm. And also, because the show is now growing a bit, um, uh, which is brilliant, thank you very much for helping us to grow the show. Um, but we're looking to expand it, aren't we, in, and take it up to the next notch, the next level. So we're looking for sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Blatant sponsor insert <laughs> request bit. Send us um, money. Yeah, please give us money. But no, but in all seriousness, if you are a, a business or a, a person or whatever, if you'd like to sponsor the show, get involved in some way. Yeah, or you know someone that, that might be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just get in touch with us uh, in whatever way is easy for you the Twitter or the Facebook or the whatever. Oh, uh, whatever. And of course, please continue to listen and download and keep spreading the word. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to do that? Of course. I'm an opera singer. I'm always breaking into song. If you found the right key, you wouldn't have to break in. You've been listening to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Conceived, written and performed by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen. Sketches were written by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen and Tim Gambrell. Additional voices came from David Foster, Stephen Sullivan and Jordan Todd. Incidental music was by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.filmmusic.io. The script editor was Paul Dunn. The show was a Crankdanville production. What are you laughing at that bit for? <laughs> See ya. <laughs>